0: hola hello everybody everybody and welcome to definitely the first take of this episode of the 1313 podcast i'm jacob i'm tommy here's jackson and i'm jackson (laughs) (laughs) um so welcome everybody to the 1313 podcast welcome back mediocre podcast in the star wars universe the most hot podcast
1: Oh, it's steamy in here today. It's warm. We have here. a lot to talk about. It's going to be a not a long episode or a long episode or whatever we feel like making. Whatever today. it
0: turns into is how it turns into. Before we start, make sure that you're in our Discord. Cool fellas in the Discord. The coolest fellas are in the Discord. Make sure if you haven't already, join the Discord for tons of cool conversations about Star Wars, music, Marvel, and whatever. We have a great little community in there of great people. Also, be sure to be subscribed to the 1313 Podcast YouTube channel, because at 500 subscribers, we will be giving away your choice of 212th Black Series figure or Bad Batch Rex. Wow, you get to pick one of these two guys right here. Those figures could be yours. But you you have have to to help
1: us reach 500 subscribers on YouTube. Mm -hmm.
0: Also, if you're a Gungan boss on Patreon, at the end of this month, on June 1st, we'll be doing a live stream to give away this... Tarkovsky Grievous figure.
1: <laughs> run, Jedi, run.
0: So, if you want to get your hands on this figure, if it'll focus, this figure, make sure that you're in the Patreon in the Gungan Boss tier. Woo! Only 13 13 a month.
1: 13 $1,313 a month. No. <laughs> So, if you want to get your hands on this, make sure that you're in the Patreon. If you want
0: to get your hands on those, help us reach 500 subscribers by telling your friends, family, dog, goldfish, auntie, Gerbil. uncle, stepmom, stepdad, stepsister, um, who's stuck in the washer, all about our podcast. Uh, thank you very much.
1: Um, yeah. And also, follow us on social media at 1313 underscore podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yeah. Self-promotion out of the way. Jacob? I have a would you rather. Okay. Would you rather.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Talk about Star Wars or talk about Star Wars. Because we have a lot to talk about today.
0: Wow. Honestly, I like to talk about Star Wars. Thank you, Jackson, for your opinion. Um, <laughs> I hope Jackson sees this. Um, Bro. I think I'd, ra- I think I'd rather talk about Star Trek said no one ever
1: (laughs) trash anyway all right guys so let's just get into the star wars news first of all the biggest news of all obi-wan kenobi has made its debut we are recording this on sunday night less than 12 hours before this episode will come out this is our third time recording this. third attempt third attempt at at recording recording this this podcast we tried the first time we tried on friday
0: when it was day two of celebration and then we just we didn't have enough well first of all we finished
1: we didn't have like a a, a, an organized schedule for the episode so we finished talking about kenobi in 28 minutes and we were like that first of all that did not do the show justice and second of all we just we we had no organization and then on top of that like reveals were happening like big reveals as we were recording Mm -hmm. but now
0: celebration is over it is completely done so we can talk about Absolutely everything. So this episode will be your guide to everything big that happened at Celebration, yeah. as well as your guide to the first two episodes of Kenobi. Wow. Whole so a lot of stuff. Kenobi. Also, I'm going to talk about, because um, I just recently finished the Brotherhood book. So I might...
1: You finished it already?
0: Yeah. It's a it's ra- it's a rather short book. Good so Lord. I'll talk about that a little bit at the end if we want to, if we have... Time. Yeah, dude. If not, we'll just save it for next episode.
1: Also, forgive me for my sniffles today and if I sound a little bit congested. uh Allergy season has just punched me in the mouth people today. every day. I was also engaging with the public today. So I'm just. Mm. <sighs> wow. I'm so glad that we have that. Can we get an applause for Thomas Sniffles? Woo! Woohoo! Woo! Yippee! That was wizard. Okay. So Obi Wan Kenobi was supposed to come out at 3 a.m. our time this past Friday. And um, that's how everything comes out Eastern Standard Time. And then about 50 minutes before um, midnight, our mm-hmm. time, we got informed that Kenobi was, in fact, showing up three hours early on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very happy because I had made the decision Thursday night to stay up until 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. But then I was happy because I only had to stay up till midnight.
0: Yep. And the reason for this is because they did a viewing of the first two episodes of Kenobi at Star Wars Celebration. On Thursday. So they got to watch it at nine o'clock their time uh, with Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, Dave Filoni, some of the other people that worked on the show. Um, So it was a really big event for them. I wish I was there. I so wish I was at Celebration this year.
1: I feel so... Everybody cool was at Celebration. I guess we just weren't cool enough.
0: We also didn't have a big enough bag. We need more of you to to help us on Patreon I need bread. So, we can go to, so we can go to Celebration. I need more
1: cheese. I feel but like it yeah. would be a cool
0: vlog so, if we did a Celebration vlog.
1: So Obi-Wan something. Kenobi comes out right on the dot at midnight. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, I was absolutely floored. I think that this show is S-tier Star Wars. I think it's better than the Clone Wars. I think, well, maybe not Clone Wars. I think it's better than the Mandalorian. I think it's better than anything else we've seen live action TV show.
0: I am very happy with it so far. I'm not gonna make anything saying that it's better or not better than yet, just because we've only had the first two episodes. I'm gonna let it marinate. It hasn't grabbed me like, say, um, I know you guys are gonna make fun of me for this, but Moon Knight. It's not it didn't grab me like how that okay. Show did.
1: I you know what it grabbed me the same way that Moon Knight did. Okay. Because Moon Knight just swept me off my feet and took me on an emotional mm-hmm. journey, and Obi Wan has already done that for so me. So
0: Obi Wan is starting to do it for me. Yeah. It's, um I just I need more Vader. I need more Hayden.
1: And we're going to get it. You're going to get more Vader. I know that's, that's, the that's thing. what
0: I'm, that's what I'm saying is I just need that to start rolling and once it starts rolling I'm going to be gushing and squeezing and
1: So here's here's how we start. The first episode starts and you get this nice little recap from the prequel movies, all like reused footage from the prequels. Mm-hmm. Just kind of I liked it because it gave newer fans or fans who have only seen the movies a good little recap to show you where this story is going. Mm-hmm. You get, you get a lot of Anakin. You get a lot of Obi-Wan. You get some Padme sprinkled in there too.
0: Yeah. I don't, do you think she's going to be in the show though?
1: Well, she is with Disney because of mm-hmm. Thor love and thunder. The
0: only thing is, is that I'm pretty sure um, on Jimmy Kimmel, she said that she would never go back to star Wars because it almost killed her career. What? Yeah. Yeah. People like after those movies came out, they thought that she was just a, a bad actor. So she took a lot of small roles. But when she took Anakin. on... You're breaking my heart. After she took on Black Swan, I believe it is. Um, Black
1: Swan was good.
0: Yeah. After she took on that movie, it was it's what sparred her career. I guess. Do you know
1: what she was also in? V for Vendetta. Have you ever seen that movie? I we've not, talked about this. We've before, had this conversation. But V for Vendetta is fantastic. Still, you need to watch that. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you sad at the end of mm-hmm. it.
0: And then you and I have to watch American Psycho.
1: We do. Um... So yeah, so you get this little recap and then the show opens and you get this nice little scene, um, at the Jedi temple of younglings training. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a wholesome little scene where we see Obi-Wan training younglings.
0: And then my first thing was, yo, watch this be order 66. And then it was,
1: <laughs> and then, yeah, the doors open to this little training area and there are 501st clone troopers, which and they walk in at first we thought we were CGI. Yeah, but if- it turns out um, my father, who has been a five hundred first member for a very long time, if you didn't know, um, he did uh, like some research. He like did a lot of freeze framing on this particular sequence because we had just assumed that they were CGI because mm-hmm. the book of Boba Fett did five hundred first clones in CGI.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was like, I watched it at midnight for the first time, and I only watched it once, so I was like, yeah, they looked a little bit disconnected from the scene, yada yada yada. I'm pretty sure they're CG. After Tommy's dad went through his analysis being like, these are real, I was like, well, this could just be a better attention to detail on ILM's level. So I went back and watched it. And after watching it on my phone like this, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're real. It's because the one thing that's giving it away for me now is their motion. It's a lot more slow and bulky than we've ever seen clone troopers move before. We've always seen them move very fluid, very fluid. So we're getting little, we're getting some chunk in them. So that's that's my dead giveaway. My father
1: he told me that the three biggest indicators were one, the lip that's underneath the clone trooper helmets in the prequels is no longer there. So now the characters can just put their helmets on and off with that lip that used to be there in the prequels. They couldn't physically put their helmets on and take them off. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was there was a um, gap, gap in the side plating which wasn't there before. It was mm-hmm. connected um which is gonna with make the cgi clone. which is gonna
0: make doing my 501st costume a breeze now my yeah they're gonna have to change that up and now it's just literally gonna be i just put straps here and then put some like some bungees here like some yeah. black bungees and, and keep then them together.
1: my father also pointed out that they're in the prequels and in the clone wars you always see the top of the thigh plates clip into the cod piece and into the belt. And you don't see that happen at all in this sequence. Mm-hmm. None of the clones have their thigh plates clip into their bodies. And none of the armor clips into itself at all. Yep. So, upon, I mean, I think it's fantastic. I never thought it would happen. I never mm-hmm. thought live-action clone troopers, and of all things 501st, yeah. would show up in Star Wars. But we get a nice little sequence there. And one of the younglings that's central to that scene, um, we can infer, is Reva, mm-hmm. who is another one of our main antagonists in the Mm. show
0: also um it's another keen observation that on the same bridge because we see the younglings running on that bridge that goes over the center of the jedi temple and then you can see multiple jedi getting gunned down on either side in episode three um, when Obi-Wan discovers younglings, he goes, not even the younglings survived. It just so happens to so also be on that same bridge. So we can infer half of those kids that we saw in that scene are now dead.
1: I saw an interesting theory from um, Star Wars Dinks on TikTok. Do you know him? He's like a puppet. It's like a guy who does like a Muppet style puppet. I, I've seen in him. The I, Star just Wars. Seen I watch a lot of his videos and they're really, they're really interesting. But uh, he pointed out a theory that maybe in this sequence... Obi-Wan telling all the Jedi not to come back to the temple and giving out that message is what stops Reva from getting saved because her and the rest of those younglings go into hiding. And then she ends up getting turned into an inquisitor because of that. So I thought that was an interesting. That would make theory. sense
0: because the grand inquisitor is a temple guard.
1: And it would also make sense why, how she knows Anakin is Darth Vader because she would see him, cutting she down. would see Anakin killing all her friends. Or I saw another theory That maybe Anakin, again from TikTok, that maybe they're going to retcon that Anakin killed all the younglings and he took some of them in for Palpatine because in the Clone Wars, it's established that Palpatine was trying to take force sensitive children and make them into what are later the inquisitors Mm -hmm. so and we might see some of that in jedi
0: survivor and that's something
1: that that i wouldn't mind them retconning because we know that anakin does slaughter some of the younglings like either mm -hmm. way like that's a thing like in the in the hologram (laughs) sequence
0: when obi-wan looks at the security footage and then you see anakin uh fighting jedi there's one it's a scene that was a scene that was supposed to be in Revenge of the Sith, but it was too violent. So they pulled it and they just use a snippet of it. In that scene, if you look closely, there's this Jedi girl and Anakin literally just goes and starts killing other people. But later in that scene, he takes his lightsaber and goes choom, like straight through her neck. And George is like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, think that's a happen.
1: little I, I, I would agree, though. That's probably a little too violent for children. Just, just, yeah. a, just a tad. George was
0: like, oh, I don't think that's a problem. Although this
1: show doesn't really hold back, does it? it?
0: No, we're seeing hands falling off. We're seeing Jedi hung in the streets.
1: Uh, I, I think that they would have wanted to hang him by his neck, but I think that Disney yeah. stepped in and was like, nah, we can't do that.
0: Yeah, so they kind of just killed yeah. him. Kind
1: of so then our very up. next scene is on Tatooine. Um, I I would assume it's Mos Eisley or some other little settlement. Um, but we see the Inquisitors land. Um, in this settlement and we get to see the Grand Inquisitor, the fifth brother and Reva who is the third sister Um, I just gotta say, the Grand Inquisitor looks way better than he did in the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer Yeah, they either gave him the sonic treatment where they got people's feedback and changed things but what I think is more likely is that those scenes for the trailer were filmed before all the special effects were done.
0: I think it was just the angle that we see in that one shot because the shot isn't straight on him, so you can see his entire head. It's kind of framed like this and lower, so his head is looking more bulbous because you're not seeing like all of it. You're seeing kind of the the big part of his head, the big part of the yeah. skull on the back. So it's, it's gonna make it look a bit chunkier. So I feel like that was just it's just the shot made it but look wrong. I
1: love how his I love how yellow his eyes are. In some scenes, it's practical like contact lenses, and in some other scenes, they brighten it up. Mm -hmm. um with i'm assuming with after effects um and the way they did like the makeup on his face and they got the teeth right it's not just straight human teeth it's the powen teeth um i think that that they just did him justice in every single way and i think that the portrayal of his character through the actor his name slips me right now he also did a fantastic job
0: yeah um and too bad he dies <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about that later. Um, um, I'm really enjoying the fifth it.
1: brother. I've seen a lot of people say that the fifth brother is their favorite inquisitor from this show so far. Yeah, and I honestly like I didn't not like him, but he was pro- he was not my favorite. I
0: think the fourth sister is my favorite, just because I like, call her Banana Girl. Banana was, Girl. She got bananas. She got on bunches her. of bananas on her neck. she's a dull girl.
1: Um, but then we have Riva, who, who for some people, Jacob included, is not their like favorite her. character, but. My rebuttal to that is, she's written in a way that you are not supposed to like her. She's impulsive. She's arrogant. She's 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 written, and the actress does a good job of portraying her as unhinged and almost annoying.
0: I was gonna say, um, I hope that the a- I I just hope that the actor is truly trying to portray her as. Um... Like a chihuahua, just loud and annoying (coughs) and trying (coughs) to be intimidating, but really failing at being intimidating. Yeah. I hope that that's, I hope that's the genuine portrayal of this character and that it's not supposed to try to be, she's not trying to be intimidating because then she's really really failing she's
1: at it. also the youngest of all the inquisitors that mm-hmm. we've met so far because if you think about it all the other inquisitors were at least in their mid-teens when they got turned from a jedi into an inquisitor where or even the grand inquisitor was an adult you know but whereas she was a youngling we see her in that first scene so she was probably maybe 10 years old i would say between like eight and ten Mm-hmm. when she got found. So that makes her, and, and they point out that she's the weakest of the Inquisitors. So she really has something to prove. And for the dark side, there's nothing more than being told you're weak that makes you want I'm angry. more power. I'm angry. Um, so yeah, but we get that nice scene. They go into a saloon and they find um a Jedi.
0: Not which,
1: Obi-Wan. Who reminded me a lot of Calcastus like a more Just mature he was young and uh, I have to help people. I have yeah. to be a good guy. I'm, yeah. I'm very optimistic. And then,
0: there, and then he meets Obi-Wan. He like,
1: you want to help yeah. bury your stuff in the sand and hide. So then we see Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is working like a, almost like a butching job a Meat
0: factory. Yeah. And Great then dragon meat. He,
1: you, you see that he has a routine. He, they go through the same sequence of events, three different times in the first episode. And you see that Obi-Wan has been doing this for a very long time. Um, I do like that. There's the point where the I would say like probably the foreman in charge of the operation gives a guy half pay, and then Obi Wan like wants to do something about it, but he's just like I can't, I can't reveal myself because if I do anything like to stand out of the group, I risk being exposed as a Jedi. Mm-hmm. So you see that he has to have that restraint in that sense, um, and then you see his little settlement. He lives. Quite literally in a cave. He's a caveman. And I like that there's a little astromech like sensor that lets him know, almost like a like a security thing. like it,
0: Whether anybody's in there or not. It's
1: blue if, if it's safe, and then it's red if there's someone inside.
0: I initially thought that that was going to be R2-D2 at first, but it popped out of the sand. I was like, well, it looks like it.
1: No, R2-D2 is with Leia. I know that. <laughs> um, I and then we go and we see Obi-Wan just kind of going through his routine a little bit more. They had the, um, the food that kind of materializes that was in the force awakens. Ooh. Um, so I thought that was a cool little connection there. Um, was it, was soup. it was good soup. Good soup. And, uh, we see Obi-Wan's friend. He has a Jawa friend mm-hmm. who's, I don't know his name. I think it's something along the lines of Teak, but that's an Ewoks name. So, but, uh, The Jawa tells Obi-Wan that he stinks on multiple occasions. I thought the banter there was really good. It shows that charm that Obi-Wan has always had. And uh, I was very impressed with it. But then we get to see that Obi-Wan is still looking after Luke. Uh, The Jawa finds Obi-Wan the um, Skyhopper toy that Luke plays with in Episode 4, A New Hope. Yeah. Which I thought was a cute connection.
0: Yeah. And then he puts it outside the homestead and says, Here you go, Luke. I hope you play with us. He is
1: Space Santa.
0: And then Obi-Wan gets off work the next day and gets it thrown at his feet. And you're like, leave my family alone. Because Owen's there. And Owen's like, leave my family
1: alone. I, I do like that Uncle Owen is a bit more jaded and a bit more bitter. Because he seems so like hopeful and optimistic in the prequels. And he seems very young and immature. And I like that in this 10-year span, we now see more of a, a new hope Uncle Owen. Now we're um, seeing
0: him become more protective. We
1: Yeah, we do notice, too, that there was an agreement, it seems, when Obi-Wan dropped Luke off with the family That when Luke was old enough and when he was showing, as Uncle Owen put it, that Obi-Wan would train him to be a Jedi. Mm -hmm. And uh, Uncle Owen's like, no, that's not going to happen. And then the Inquisitors show up and Uncle Owen almost gets slaughtered by Reva. Yeah, she's
0: like, wow, you're such a nice, nice, strong man. You think you can
1: protect your family against me? You think? he goes, he's just like, where's the Jedi? If nobody says... This man and his family die! I also like that uh um, The Boulder is no longer <laughs> conflicted. I also like that uh she just cuts his lady's hand off. She's like, you have no power here. No, you have no rights. You have no <laughs> right. You have no rights and you have no hands. <laughs> um I like that the fifth brother kind of works to put her in her place. Yeah. Um Where's because- Spider
0: Lady. Where's hot spider lady from Rebels at? Huh? Hot Spider Inquisitor.
1: Oh, Seventh Sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with her little droids that Iden Versio has. Yeah, but uh, I want her action
0: figure for the jar.
1: For the jar. For the jar. Um, I I really like that sequence though, and then I like that Obi Wan goes, "Thanks, Owen." He's like, "I didn't do it for you." Yeah, but I think low key he did though. Mm-hmm. But he's just trying to act tough, yeah. and then. Obi-Wan's walking through the desert, and he sees the Jedi, and like you said, he tells the Jedi, go, go away!
0: Yeah, and then he, and then the Jedi does, and then he dies. And then Obi-Wan sees him hanging in the street. and he's like, Ooh, that's my bad.
1: That was, that was, that was something that I didn't expect to see. I mean, even though he wasn't hung by his neck, like, having him strung up for the public to see, mm-hmm. that was pretty intense. When I saw,
0: because you saw that in the trailer a little bit, of just his feet, I thought it was going to be, um, like somebody being held up with the force i didn't think it was actually gonna be somebody hung but yeah then again um ours is full of surprises we
1: see that riva has this obsession with finding specifically obi-wan kenobi too and i'm interested to see how that gets explained if at all in the rest of the season yeah because it's definitely a member berry. like they put that there for you to oh that's foreshadowing for later in the season mm-hmm. so i'm interested to see where that storyline goes Um, but yeah, pretty much the rest of it, we get to meet, um, young Princess Leia, who a lot of people are, like, saying that she, like, is, like, ruining the show, and I'm like, I think she's doing a great job, I think the actress is doing a great job, I think that...
0: Jackson thinks she's ruining the show.
1: Oh, we'll share Jackson's thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi at the end, but, um... Oh, my shorts are sticking to the chair already. Yeah, dude's going to be a long I, episode. There's a
0: black mark on the chair for where you were sitting last time. With our, our live
1: it, stream. Shout yeah. out to Luke Miss Monster and Skywalker Hendricks, by the yeah, way. Yeah, if you
0: want to hear more of our opinions on Kenobi, check out that stream.
1: And for some reason, we talked about the Haslab Rancor for 30 minutes again. Yeah. But, oh, well. Anger. Um, it's the content. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I like I like Leia. I think she's great. I think uh, I think she's a welcome addition. I think the
0: chase scene went like this. Uh, say your Leia. Oh no, I can't get past this chair. Here I come. That's what the chase scene felt like to me. Um, it just felt really slow and comical. It was like the speeder bike scene in Book of Boba. I've
1: seen a lot of criticism about that scene specifically. Um, I know that people on the internet like to be very, very flamboyant about their opinions, and so of course they're going to say that it's ruined the show for them. I, I honestly think that they're exaggerating when they say that if you yeah. if you let that one small thing ruin the entire. show. I just think it was,
0: I just it took me out of it. That's the only thing for me. And that's
1: fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I mean, I noticed it, but when I watched the show the second time around and the third time around, I didn't notice it as I didn't care as much because I knew it was coming uh-huh. um, But we get to see kind of how Leia is. She's very very sassy, very brash. Um, She's sassy. Uh, <laughs> she is um uh, sassy s- sassy uh she is 10 she is um has more
0: political sway than most people do in their adult life
1: but um, I think that she I think they built her character really well and and people are saying well she's annoying she's annoying I'm like she's 10 she's a 10 year old
0: 10 year olds are annoying
1: what do you want like what do you expect what do you, what do you what did you want to be different I don't know <laughs> um but I really like her character I really like where that's going and um, we see her get kidnapped. Yeah, by and, Flea
0: from Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> but I liked that. I thought that... He's just
0: chasing Leia. At first
1: I was like, okay, this is weird Like that there's just these random bounty hunters or whatever, like, you know, scum just catching Leia. Yeah, whatever. you find out
0: that they were hired by Reva.
1: And um, then Bail Organa contacts Obi-Wan and we get to see that nice prequel era communicator yeah uh, i thought the jedi communicator i thought it was dope and uh obi-wan just straight up says i won't do it yeah and and that reminded me a lot of luke skywalker in the sequels yep if i'm being honest i, know, I know the I... first time we tried to record this episode we did talk about that yes
0: because i was because i was gonna say i think it's gonna be really funny when we hear People that were hating on episode eight for Luke Skywalker's character are going to praise Obi-Wan and his character for being a hermit in this because they're like, I like how he has PTSD and I like how it shows that this really affected him. But then you're going to make the same argument about Luke, how he has PTSD and how he was absolutely unfathomably crushed by his entire school dying because he tried to murder his nephew. Um, And then everything that he worked for was burnt down uh, in front of his eyes and everybody died. Um, you know,
1: think about, and and th- I guess the difference. How would that make you feel? <laughs> we we talked about it when we tried to record this episode before, but the w- just to sum it up, the way that Luke Skywalker is different from Obi Wan though for fans is that fans wanted to see this process with Luke Skywalker, whereas with Obi Wan, we've had twenty years to marinate on the failure that happened in the prequels and how the Republic fell and mm-hmm. the Jedi Order was destroyed. We've been able to marinate on that and we've been able to see you know and 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 speculate about how obi-wan reacted to that yeah over the 20 years that happened mm. between 3 and 4 and with luke that doesn't happen on screen so you so you have to have leave a little bit more to your imagination on top of that people have always looked to luke skywalker as this flawless perfect good you know mm. the perfect flawless good character
0: even though he just isn't In the movies, he isn't portrayed to be the flawless, perfect good, but
1: it makes, I mean, Hey, everybody interprets their heroes their own way. And I'm not here to tell you what's right and what's wrong. I'm Mm -hmm. just sharing with you star Wars. Mm -hmm. And
0: we did forget to mention that at the beginning of episode one, we do see Obi-Wan trying to call out to Qui-Gon.
1: Oh my God. That was so sad. In
0: the midst of his PTSD and, uh, his stressful dreams and nightmares um he's calling out to Qui-Gon and be like what where is this what's this training that you have for me what what do I need to do and he's just yeah it's really sad
1: it's awful it makes me so upset um mm-hmm. but I like it because it shows that
0: it's sad it's awful it makes me sad
1: but I like it cuz <laughs> every prequel fan ever it's sad it's awful it makes me cry but I love it mm-hmm. um and then Bale comes to Tatooine and he comes to see Obi-Wan, and he convinces Obi-Wan to, to go get Leia. And then he does. And then Obi-Wan does, and he gets up in his, his half-assed Jedi outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Hobo Obi. Hobo Juan Canobo. I am Obi-Dubanobi.
0: What's your middle name?
1: scooby Dooby. If Scooby-dooby. you haven't seen...
0: scooby Dooby Banubi.
1: Yes, I have the silliest name in the galaxy. And you must be the cry baby. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen Thumb Wars, the Phantom Cuticle, it is available on YouTube for free to watch. You should absolutely watch it, especially for our adult viewers. You bought it it's, on DVD? I have it on DVD. Well, my dad has it on DVD. Uh, um, shout out to Tommy's anywho, dad. It's very crude, and it's hilarious. I
0: remember the first time we watched it was at our... My house. Yeah, for the... Uh, vocal jazz. Uh, vocal jazz party, and nobody was watching it, but you mean Caleb, and we were like... Shout out to Caleb. Ca- shout out to Caleb Smith. I hope you and your mom are doing it. If you that ever
1: watch this it. podcast, Caleb, mm-hmm. just I know hope, we love it. I you.
0: hope your family's doing okay. Yeah. Um.
1: um but yeah, so we... Um, that's pretty much how the first episode ends. You know, that yeah. we get Obi-Wan leaves Tatooine. And this is what I liked about this was I get the space bus going, you
0: coming? <laughs> you coming or not? You coming or not?
1: Um You get the ship. I You getting on the ship? When I saw all the trailers, I was always speculating that the reason Obi-Wan would leave Tatooine would be because he was trying to keep the Inquisitor's Invader from finding Luke. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's taken this twist and thrown Leia into the mix and given us a completely new storyline. I think that that's
0: it's taken what you <laughs> thought you knew and turned it on its head.
1: Dub, dub. And then but then we, we go that. to Dio. Yeah, she's headed to Dio. Dokio. They hit the tr- they hit the signal on a freighter, and then Obi Wan gets her. is like, "I'm trying to check his ship," and the fellow said, "No, nah. you can't do that. I can't do that here." You haven't unlocked that ability yet.
0: <laughs> no, no, no.
1: And then get Obi-Wan starts Obi starts walking around. Spare any credits. Yeah, we get Hobo clone. You know that that should have been our indicator that the 501st armor was practical in the first scene, seeing the practical clone armor Probably. on that clone. And it, and, and it was the same unit in everything, the 501st. Yeah. But, and
0: it was also Tamir Morrison.
1: And just seeing... There are a lot of moments just in the first two episodes where you can just see... Ewan McGregor does such a fantastic job with just subtle eye movements and subtle expressions, reading a thousand words. And it's really good for, especially after 20 years, him just being able to walk back into this character again. Yeah. Um, He just, seeing the look on his face, like, these are the men that he fought beside for three years and then turned on him and killed everyone he loved. Mm -hmm. And then he still gives him some change. And he gives him some credits. Because he's a good man. Give a veteran a warm meal. Or help a veteran get a warm meal, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, so he goes looking around. He sees some girl. She gives him some free spice. And
0: uh, no, that's actually Ewan McGregor's daughter that played that character.
1: That was awesome. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Obi-Wan, then a little boy comes up to Obi-Wan and goes, Oh, you must be looking for a Jedi. And he's like, the Jedi are dead. (laughs) And he's like, there's a Jedi. And then we meet probably one of the goofiest characters I've ever seen in all of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And like a good goofy um not jar jar goofy he uses like, like magnets that. and like lights and things and tricks l- optical illusions She'd be like i'm a jedi and there's a woman who comes in with her son who's force sensitive and he helps them get safe passage off of dio yeah and, and like, then Obi- obi-wan required comes
0: in. was their life savings
1: <laughs> do i like spending credits yes do i feel bad about it sometimes <laughs> well, but there are a lot of things you could buy with credits but then Obi Wan shows up and puts him at holds him at gunpoint mm-hmm. and tells him uh, blaster point I should say and tells him he needs help finding Leia, so he tells him how to find Leia. Obi Wan goes into the Breaking Bad room and he Luke, we need to cook, <laughs> and then he disguises himself as a Breaking as um Breaking Bad guy, and then uh, he. Beats up some dudes. I did like because this is definitely the first time Obi Wan's gotten into a fist fight in a while. So it was cool to see him get hit a couple times, but still have those Jedi reflexes. Yeah, to get back into it. It took him a second, but he did it. And then mm-hmm. he gets captured by the three uh, boneheads that we see capture Leia. Mm-hmm. He drops the spice on him. Dips. Spice bone. They're, they're tripping. And uh, Reva's like, "Where are they? Where is he?
0: Where is I'm he? angry. I'm." So-
1: Where's my
0: apple juice?
1: <laughs> where is it? But where? then... I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but then we go see... Obi-Wan finds Leia, and Leia's like, Where's the army? I thought there'd be an And yeah. then we... I, like, I really like the banter between Leia and Obi-Wan and the scenes where they're walking yeah. through the city. I liked it. I thought it was cute. And especially where he's like, How old are you? She's like, I'm 10. He's like, You don't look... You don't talk like you're 10. Mm-hmm. He's like, Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, another thing I forgot to mention about when we see Leia previously, we're already starting to see Leia showing signs of the Force uh, when she's talking to her cousin, and he's like, you don't have to talk respectfully to lower life forms talking about droids, and then she completely reads his mind and reads all of his insecurities. Because um, so, there's ain't, there ain't no possible way that um, he knew that. And also, it makes the blowing up of Alderaan in Episode 4 pretty damn sweet when you realize that that boy was probably still on Alderaan.
1: <laughs> uh that's diabolical and i love it um and so uh they just they have a little stupid chase scene again because leia the, the reason for this one though i think is a little bit better to justify because obi-wan's not trying to snatch her up the same way that the kidnappers were because not that like would the stars on to catch a predator with yeah, his hands. Yeah, he's not trying to scare her because he, he knows he'll scare her more if he like snatches her up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know that we find out all the bounty hunters. Reva sends every bounty hunter and low life on Dio after mm-hmm. Obi Wan. Um, I think it's they, cool that the only mug shot they have of Obi Wan is from Episode Three. Yeah.
0: And, um I'm very glad that Papa inquisitor is not too happy with her he's like yeah
1: I like that there's this extra dynamic it would have been a little bit too predictable if it would have just been all the inquisitors versus obi-wan yeah I like that there's infighting amongst the inquisitors yes yeah, so Specific- that- it's basically it's Reva versus everybody
0: else yeah she's the cool guy
1: um she's also really just extra mm-hmm. like she just
0: I hated that scene <laughs> where she was doing parkour across like the the, the rooftops it was just it, it I feel like it was an excuse to either A, just characters seem cooler than she really is, or B, it was just to also build onto the fact that this character is just extra and annoying and overcompensating for everything. Yeah. Um,
1: I think that's what it was.
0: It was just, it was really annoying to watch because I was just like, bro, no.
1: I think, I think think that it was cool too, to see um, Jurassic Park Bounty Hunter um literal dinosaur with a mohawk just dinosaur with a mohawk just here we go steven spielberg there you go right there
0: i found that so funny when we were watching that initially because he showed up i was like "Huh." i literally said oh my gosh it's a dinosaur with a mohawk and my dad was like no that's reva i was like no no in the scene before there was literally a dinosaur with a mohawk just wait and then the dinosaur with the mohawks on the roof like I got two cats.
1: Tag, go. And then there was like a long style droid, like bounty droid that showed up too with dual wheeled SC-14Cs, I think do-do-do-do-do. it's called. Yeah. And uh, that was, that was fun. Little shootout. And I like that Obi-Wan is not good with a blaster. Yeah. I thought a lot of people were like, so well, he realize. has the force, so he should just be like super accurate. And I'm like, Obi-Wan hates using blasters. Mm-hmm. Why would he ever do that?
0: Yeah. He's also trying not to use the force right now. Yeah, exactly. Because that would radiate off, and then all the Inquisitors would be able to sense where he is.
1: Exactly. So, so then, Obi-Wan is... So this is during the chase scene, obviously. Leia's running, and Obi-Wan's getting shot at. And, and then she the um, the
0: jump from building to building, and then
1: fumbles the bag and almost dies. I like how Obi-Wan literally waits until he absolutely has to use the Force to... Mm-hmm. And you can see him struggling, because he hasn't used the Force in so long. Like, ten years. So, like... I like that it's actually showing him struggling just to do something as simple as make a like a probably 50-pound girl float, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought that that was dope, and that gets her to trust him more because she realizes that he is a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the only thing is that I didn't like about that scene is that it, it feels discontinued because I feel like, okay, he only shot the droid at the top of the um, the building, um, and then we don't see him shoot the dinosaur. He does. I didn't see He it.
1: shoots the dinosaur, and then if you look... Off to the far left, you watch the dinosaur fall off the building.
0: Okay, because I was going to say, I, f- I felt like he only shot one of them, and then he still had a threat on the roof. And no, because the droid go,
1: oh. the droid makes it down to the ground floor, and then uh, I think his name's Haji, um, the fake Jedi. He shoots the droid.
0: Okay. Yeah. I must have nodded off during that. <laughs> yeah. I
1: so um, then Haji, I, I'm sorry if I didn't say his name right. I just forget it. But he... Um, he, te- he helps them get off world because he's friendly with Jedi. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a Jedi he? sympathizer. Because he is a Jedi. Because he is a Jedi. And then the interaction between him and Reva is hilarious.
0: I'm a Jedi. What's the bounty on my head now? One million. One million. Two,
1: Two million. million. I thought that Boom!
0: Crazy. Those aren't magnets.
1: <laughs> and she just read his mind so easily. He's just such a weak-minded guy. But yeah. I thought that was awesome, though. I thought that was a really good mm-hmm. interaction there. And then we
0: get probably the best part of the finale it isn't the part where reva shows up and she's like where are you and then Grand grandquisitor shows up and she goes shut up and just and stabs, stabs, stabs him dude. straight through the stomach i'm not talking about that i'm talking about when she name drops vader i don't like when she says anakin but when she mentions vader and then you could just <laughs> see the terror regret sorrow everything in obi-wan's face as he realizes that he because it says in the novelization of revenge of the sith that he couldn't bring himself to finish the job and he just let Anakin there to die, thinking that he would die. Um, he didn't know that he would be rescued. So He's still he, alive. he thought he was dead. So seeing that just the pure fear in his face is is visceral. And then like he gets on the ship and he's just going away, and everything's just tunnel vision, everything around him's muffled, and he just goes, Anakin and then it's just BOOM. You see Hayden in the back, all burnt. Flesh is just torn off his face. The burns are still Every oops, <laughs> the burns. Are just, it's
1: late, guys. The burns are just still peeling off his head. His ears his are connected every, to his head in all mm-hmm. grotesque ways, and his eyes are just fiery.
0: And I know, it, I, I, th- I I feel like in that moment when he mentions that name, there's a connection between them in the force. I like think one reached out to yes, see if his presence uh, yeah. was still there, and Anakin felt it.
1: I think that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Was. Yeah, there's, that's exactly what it was. Obi-Wan is trying to see if Reva was lying, because the Sith used deception a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think he was really trying to check, and I think he got his answer. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where we're going to start seeing Vader in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, like I said, Obi-Wan Kenobi has me just enthralled. I'm ex- so excited for the next episode to come out. Yeah. And... I have no words. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just, I'm stoked.
0: And now that we've spent 40 minutes talking about Kenobi instead, <laughs> instead of, 20, of 25, um, we can move on to the, absolutely... let's, let's, real
1: quick, real quick. Let's talk about what you and McGregor said at star Wars celebration.
0: So, Um, Ewan the, McGregor, st-
1: on Saturday night, on
0: Saturday night, <laughs> Ewan McGregor came out and he was like, thank you so much. Well, so let's,
1: this was impromptu yeah. because Doug Chang was doing a presentation, which by the way, love Doug Chang's presentations. Um, He's doing a presentation about... Um, the VFX
0: within the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba. Yes. And the concept art. He was
1: in the middle of talking about the Book of Boba Fett. And
0: then they interrupted him for Ewan to come out. And Ewan was basically like, thank you so much. I had a really good time watching the uh, first two episodes with you. Uh, Some of you signed up for autographs and I haven't seen you yet. So I'm there for 20 minutes. He's like, I'll be there for 20 more minutes. Uh, be sure to come see me. Um, it was so nice watching episode one, with, one and two with you guys. I, I really hope you enjoy episode three. And four and five and six and uh seven, eight, nine,
1: and ten. Woo! <laughs> and then he just <laughs> ran away. <Yeah. laughs> that was so I saw so we posted it on our social media because we were freaking out. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, ten episodes. I talked to Fig Fury. Shout out Fig Fury. Um, and he said that Andor starts on August 31st. So there was gonna be there's a four-week gap between the last episode of Kenobi and the first episode of Andor. Perfectly fitting four extra episodes of Obi-Wan. Now, I saw some people saying that he was joking when he said that and that he was just playing off the energy of the crowd. I think that it that joke doesn't make sense as a joke. I it definitely watching it, it seemed like he was playing off the energy of the crowd, but then again, something you can't joke about something that big. And why would they make a point to cut in the middle of a big presentation? And cut to the live stage for him to make a statement like that. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, so... um... I mean, if we don't get the four extra episodes, I don't care. But, like, I think that it would be awesome if we did get four extra episodes. Mm
0: -hmm. And uh, before we go into reveals, I just want to mention some things that happened at Celebration that I thought were pretty cool. Um, We did get um, some... Just like bits of uh, happiness that came from the actors just playing off the crowd during the interviews. Especially
1: that... Tamara Morrison. Mm-hmm.
0: So there was one point where just before the premiere of Obi-Wan started, they, uh, they had Hayden and Ewan on stage and they're like, is there anything else you guys want to say before these first two episodes air? And Hayden just leans into the mic and goes, this is where the fun begins. And everybody lost it. So I love that. That was a really nice interaction. Um uh, Tamir Morrison was going absolutely bonkers, uh, the entire time. The best example I he have was it like, today. it was like
1: he was high on life the entire mm-hmm. weekend and so, I loved it.
0: So there was, especially today, I don't think you saw this. There's this really good bit where he came out on stage and he was talking and he was like... <gasps> Some of these fans in here were calling me Boba Fat. So I hit the gym and I was doing hundreds of crunches. And I was doing bicep curls and I was with my trainer. Where's my trainer? Start waving, start waving, start waving. I was, I was in the gym and I was getting I was getting bigger. So he was talking about that. And just before he leaves, he goes, if we have some more time, I want, I want to sing for you. I want to sing you a song. And then he just goes, day after day i'm more confused (laughs) he starts singing drift away in front of everybody gets through the chorus twice give me the beat boys and free my soul i want to get so he sings that twice and then he just stops and he just goes Starts doing the haka out of nowhere. I was just watching this, like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I never thought I would see him go, I was Boba Fett, so I was hitting the gym. Let me sing for you.
1: He did another haka too Um, when the Mando panel.
0: Mando panel and the Attack of the Clones
1: panel. And then um, in the Attack of the Clones panel, like, Ashley Eckstein was hosting it, and you just hear someone yell something in the audience, and everyone goes, Huh? And then you hear, like a bantha, And he just starts going, It was awesome. <laughs> he
0: also mentioned on the thing today, he's like, I, I love it now. I no longer have to sign. I'm just a superman, right? Making his way in the universe. It was so long. Now it says, I have to sign like a bantha I don't even think it was in the script. I think I was just, I think it was an impromptu thing. I think I was just looking at their dumb faces. And I was like, you know, ride the bike like a panther. He's like, so I think that sign was improv.
1: That's awesome, dude. Um, so it's uh, iconic.
0: It yeah. It, it just seeing Tamira on stage was it was lightning.
1: I, I think it is awesome. And we've been saying since we started this podcast that this is the golden age for Star Wars fans. And I think that just seeing the energy of the actors. Mm-hmm. And how in love with the franchise they are. Mm-hmm. It just makes me so much more excited for everything that's coming out. Yeah. Because you know that the passion is behind the projects. Mm-hmm. It's not about making money. It's about making stuff that people are passionate about. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me so excited for what's coming out.
0: Yeah. it's um, It was awesome. I'm trying to think. There was also at one point... Um, who's the guy that played Boba Fett? And
1: Daniel both? Logan. Or no, I'm um, Jeremy Bullock.
0: Yeah, at one point in that interview, interview he also mentions uh Jer- how Jeremy Bullock brought the character to life and then he says uh I don't know what language it is, but he says in his native tongue he says a prayer for Jeremy. And uh, then he goes, "You have to pay respects to the I think it's Maori. Come before it. Maori. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he says a prayer uh, like a really quick like just thing to pay his respects while he was on stage, which was really really nice of him. Um he's a joke. That was awesome. Um... Uh, Anthony, what's his name? Anthony he, Daniels. Anthony Daniels. He is hilarious. So there is he he interrupted on stage today, like right when celebration began. And the guy that hosts, I another guy named Anthony, I don't remember his name. Um, they were Anthony going, Carboni. Yeah, because he interrupted Anthony Daniels' panel on Saturday about um uh, his book about playing C three. Just so you
1: know, this is a running thing that the two of them have been doing for years at celebration.
0: Yeah. So then this time today, uh, Anthony Daniels came out early and interrupted like the intro and everything. And was like running around. And, um, Anthony host, I'm just what I'm going to call him. Start with saying that, um, he's like, yeah, it was so nice. We had actual actors on stage today, like jabbing at Daniels. And he was like, Oh, what's well, if you think my acting job is so easy, he put him in like uh halloween Steve 3 po suit put some ankle weights on him put the gloves on him and then they put the actual mask on him and they were trying to have him walk around and stuff and just watching anthony host uh stumble like
1: across the That's stage awesome.
0: uh daniels kept pushing the couch in front of him so he kept bumping into it and almost falling over it was great it was a really funny bit um but now just did seeing, you see
1: the running of the willrow hoods
0: uh yeah they interrupted yeah. this stage as well um but no, just see. I I'm sad. Celebration is over. It was it was a really nice. We four need days. to go
1: to a celebration. Yeah,
0: celebration next year is going to be in Europe.
1: Really? Yeah, not, No, they do a different one in Europe. It's it, there's one in America and there's one in Europe. Yeah, every so, year. Mm-hmm.
0: So um, hopefully next time it's in Florida because that's a bit closer to us.
1: Or they had one in Chicago in 2019. Mm-hmm. So Ho-
0: hopefully it's somewhere near because um, I would definitely like to make that
1: trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. Let's so, get into some of the reveals. So I just want to get this one out of the way. It's a little bit lower on the list I made. But um, on the first day, on Thursday, the Andor trailer dropped. Yeah. And it was awesome. I think that it's really nice. We're getting a very gritty. It was on Friday. Um, it was on Friday? Really? Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's, oh. That's when
1: we're... Well, um, we got the Andor trailer. No, it was Thursday. Yeah. It was Thursday, you're right. It was, um, we got the Andor trailer. And it's gritty. It reminds me a lot of Rogue One. There's clone troopers in it. There are clone troopers in it. Except these clone troopers look CGI. We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. But um, I really like that the Empire is much more gritty. It's it's very merciless. You can get the vibe from it that they are not going to hold back. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very ruthless. So I'm yes. very excited for this. It's going to be very getting, much a spy show. And there's going to be
0: 12 episodes of each season. There's going to be two seasons with the last episode of the last season going right into where Rogue One begins.
1: Which is great. You have a definitive story. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: And then you can watch the ending of... Andor in Rogue One,
1: and it starts Wednesday, August thirty first.
0: Yes, which came out of nowhere. I didn't think it was going to be so soon. So there's a
1: lot of stuff that's that just got reveal dates that I was like, that's so much sooner. Than mm-hmm. I would have anticipated. Mm-hmm.
0: So then we got Mando season three had a teaser on, I believe, Friday.
1: No, Friday. It
0: was either Friday or Thursday as well. I can't remember. It up was the top Friday. Of my head. So we're seeing Bo Katan is going to be the antagonist. Keep in
1: mind, this trailer was not released to the public. You can find bootleg footage of it um, that people recorded at the On Twitter, panel.
0: Reddit, and not on YouTube because it keeps getting pulled down. It's really hard to find the uh, the footage for this. So Any of the leaked trailers? Yes. So, um, um, it looks like Bo-Katan is going to be the antagonist of this series. We see Mando going back to Mandalore to try to purify himself of his sins. There is one shot in the trailer that we see a teeny tiny blue Mando helmet that we think is going to be for Grogu. We don't know yet. Bruh. So, um, uh, the, the, it looks like it's going to be good. I'm really excited for this and it's going to be premiering, uh, February of 2023. So it will be next year, sadly, but we've had, we have so much Packing this year for Star Wars that just came that out. I don't of nowhere, care. Yeah, that, that I, don't really... I don't mind anymore.
1: Um, dude, not to mention friggin' Bob- Babu, Babu Frick.
0: Frick.
1: John is ready. <laughs> um, I like Babu Frick. I think he's goofy, and I'm excited that they're bringing him into the more Mandalorian. Than,
0: yeah, more than just Episode Nine. Yeah. Um, and there's also the tree of uh Guacatinian space monkey lizards. Uh, yes. Shout out to Salacious Rum. If you haven't checked him out on YouTube, check him out for Silly. Uh, One of our favorite Brits. Yeah. Uh, check him out. He's hilarious. But no, that was really exciting. And then there was a tr- a trailer, a freaking trailer for Ahsoka.
1: Bro. The Ahsoka
0: show had a trailer. And it started filming three weeks ago. And they revealed the actress who is playing Sabine. And oh my gosh it it's just it's perfect she looks awesome for this role did you see the teaser yeah i did so the teaser opens up and we see ahsoka sabine and Hera uh walking through a corridor we see a live action chopper in this trailer they brought him on stage they brought him too on stage as well and the, tra- the trailer is really just static shots of people just doing things we see like an old temple which might be the temple on the um and we get to see um, that mural that we see at the very end of Rebels, uh, with, with um, Ezra in the middle. And then Dave Filoni went on stage today during Celebration Sunday, and they were talking about uh, different things with Bad Batch and the Ahsoka show. The
1: Sad Batch.
0: And um, somebody mentioned the somebody mentioned, "Oh, where's Ezra? Where's Where's Thrawn?" And uh, Dave just leans into his mics and goes. You want to know where they are, and everybody goes, "Yeah!" And he goes, "They're in a galaxy far, far away." Ah, and everybody's like, yeah. "So, um, now I'm really excited for the Ahsoka show." And I was really surprised that we had like a teaser for it. It was
1: awesome, mm-hmm. and I'm Reveals very excited. Every day of celebration. They also, you also can see that Ahsoka has longer leku, yeah, and mantrals in this show. So it's kind of matching it the rebels. Is more like. akin to the style of Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about that because it's good and I like. Mm -hmm. Now, next was Uh, a reveal from EA. Star Wars Jedi Jedi Survivor. Survivor, The Jedi Fallen Order sequel made by Respawn. It'll be
0: coming out in 2023. Um, Check out the trailer on YouTube. Got a freaking trailer for that. Yeah, a cinematic trailer. And I... And beyond excited. If y'all know, Jedi Fallen Order is one of my favorite games of all time. I have 100% of that game with all the collectibles on the hardest difficulty. It is a phenomenal game. I love it to bits. Um, and just the fact that they're bringing Cal Kestis in for a second one is going to be amazing.
1: And, I'm stoked.
0: And um, go watch the trailer for yourself. It looks like the Grand Inquisitor's in it. it looks like we get some Stormtroopers in it. Yes. Um, And then we're, there's a mystery character in Bacta at the end. And I see some uh theories are pointing to the fact that that might be somebody that's in uh palpatine's tra- um uh, cloning mountain that we see i forget what Batch. the mountain's called me too um but oh well but no that trailer's out on youtube right now go watch it if you haven't already it is awesome i am super super excited for it um and then we
1: have another show
0: which is coming out this fall
1: animated short
0: anthology series brought to you by the same people that have made the clone wars and the bad batch we are getting tales of the jedi this will be an animated show of shorts that are six episodes long that um will probably just be taking us to the end of the year for that small drought around christmas until we get the mandalorian yes probably
1: and now we got a trailer and we got some a leaked trailer and we got some concept art um, images of some things
0: so some of the stories that we know are, we're going to be seeing is seeing um, ahsoka and her mother before she was a jedi young ahsoka training in front of jedi masters we're going to see young qui-gon jing training with a young count dooku we're going to see a younger mace windu before he's the master and then we're going to see how ahsoka gets her white lightsabers fighting an inquisitor so those are the ones that we know we're going to be so seeing.
1: i actually did some more reading about this show It's going to be three episodes are about Count Dooku, specifically going to focus on him. And then, like, Qui-Gon Jinn and Mace Windu are supplements to that story. Mm -hmm. And then the other three episodes are going to be focused on just Ahsoka.
0: So they're going to be three arcs. Yeah. Like, two arcs. Two arcs of three three episodes.
1: episodes. So, yes.
0: I'm super excited. And apparently Liam Neeson is going to be voicing Qui-Gon Jinn.
1: He looks like the guy from How to Train Your Dragon. Hiccup? uh a little bit not really a little bit um but i'm I'm stoked i this is something that i think is really good for star wars because i think this is a good character development for count dooku and especially if you haven't read the dooku jedi lost book it's a good way for you to get acquainted with dooku when he was a jedi Mm -hmm. but aside from that um, we also have a new, um, there's a new show coming out called The Skeleton Crew. I don't
0: think it's animated though. I think it's actually a live No, it's going to be
1: a, for young children. No, um, not this one. No, what's, what's the other one? Oh, the um, one for young children. Adventures of Jedi or whatever Yeah, it is. Adventures
0: of Jedi is going to be for small children. And that comes out this year as well. That show seems like it's going to be for, mostly geared towards children, like Resistance is, but it's going to have little Easter eggs. And that one's bits. taking
1: place during the High Republic.
0: First High Republic show, so I'm definitely going to watch it. Um... But now Skeleton Crew is going to be starring Jude Law, which is um the Creole guy in uh Captain Marvel and he is also Albus Dumbledore in Secrets of Dumbledore. If you just want to know some Dumbledore, Dumbledore. So, we're getting those shows as well which are very very exciting and then probably one of our most exciting things is today we got a trailer yes! for Bad
1: yes! Batch
0: season yes! two. Yes! Which is also coming out in the fall.
1: I, okay, I'm gonna just say it. I was capping. I thought for sure that this show was not gonna come out in 2022. Mm-hmm. And here we are, it's coming out later this year. And guess what? They made brand new versions of all the Bad Batch characters so you could spend the next three years getting all new action figures after you finally got your hands on the first set. And
0: we must say, we are not a fan of
1: their costume changes. We're not I don't a, know. I, it just seems very like, if. like a five year old put it together.
0: Yeah. So it's Omega's doing. Um, we'll probably see what happens to their armor, how it changed. Well, actually, no, we're not going to see because there's a time jump in between season one and season two that we know of. Um. So their their armor's changed a little bit. Um, Commander Cody. Um. Yes. So in the um, there's one trailer that's released to the public. And in it, for a split shot, we see Crosshair and Commander Cody sweeping a building. But there was a separate thing that they played at Celebration. I know they played a clip of an episode of them being chased by crab monsters on a planet. They played a clip of that episode and then another teaser afterwards where you just see the Bad Batch and out of nowhere you hear Crosshair. And then Crosshair just goes, Commander Cody. And then the crowd just goes, ah! So, um another
1: absolutely we also see scorch is going to play a pretty big role as like a villain in this show too
0: yeah so i'm really 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 excited for bad batch season two it looks like it's just going to be continuing what um season one started and i do know d bradley baker and um dave Filoni were saying during the panel that um they were saying bad batch specifically is george lucas's legacy because george lucas named all the bad batch characters really yeah so um i feel like that's really cool um, so no, I'm super, super excited for this. And then just out of left field, we're getting vision season two. Thank
1: God, dude. Visions Thank was God.
0: so good. I'm so glad that we're getting another season. You two. guys that know is...
1: that we are huge supporters of visions.
0: We're supporters of star Wars in every single medium here where whether it's books, action figures, building blocks, movies, TV, anime, animation, live action, manga, manga, Audio books,
1: crossword puzzles,
0: uh, sticker books, video games—we love it all here. If
1: it's Star Wars, we're here for it. Yeah, cookie
0: cutters, my favorite. So, um, no, it's just I'm so I'm so excited for Visions 2. We really liked the first season, and I feel like the second season is going to continue some of the stories that were started in the first season because I know that they said that they wanted to continue some of those stories.
1: And uh, I feel like that's all the big reveals that came that out. That is
0: all of the if, big if if you. Reveals
1: feel like we missed anything be sure to comment and let us know mm-hmm. and we will have a conversation with you about that mm-hmm. um another thing though ga- there's some galaxy's edge announcements that came out first of all um as of saturday i want to say um you can now find fennec shand boba fett as he appears in the book of boba fett mandalorian and grogu at galaxy's edge as yes. regularly appearing characters
0: mm-hmm. and also to dock on den of antiquities they have some new legacy Sabers coming for you with Qui-Gon Jinn, which is another reason why I think we're definitely gonna see Qui-Gon in Obi-Wan, because why bring his saber to Galaxy's Edge if you're not gonna show him off a little bit. We get Plo Koon, and we are getting Darth Sidious. We're getting his sabers. Now, there's also a new poll for you to vote on which saber you wanna see next become Legacy. I know I already voted for K- uh, Caleb Dune, Kanan Jarrus's saber. You can also vote for Depa Balaba um I think it's Darth um,
1: it's Quinlan Voss is one of them Quinlan
0: Voss I think Darth Nihilus no, no it's from Clone Wars he has the who Yoda faces and Darth Bane Darth Bane I think oh really so there's Darth Bane and then there's like two other Sabres I can't remember of they're both top attack of the clones I think like one's Aless secure and one's another one I can't really remember Dang. all I know is that I voted for Caleb Doom sweet and you should too because I want that saber so freaking bad. So please.
1: I kinda wanna vote for Quinlan
0: Voss. Don't split or vote, Tommy, please. Vote for Kanan.
1: Don't skew the votes, let let the people vote.
0: Vote for If you're a 1313 Podcast subscriber, please vote for Kanan. Just do it. And I'll give you a kiss.
1: And uh, so, how about you talk about Legos? I'll go clear my nostrils. Okay. And I shall return. So You wanna hear me strip my shorts from the seat? Sure.
0: That was, that was hot. All right. That's a
1: stain. Ooh, let's That's look a... at that butt mark. <laughs>
0: That's so bad. <laughs> look at that. Look at them cheek marks. I'll be right back. Um, okay. So. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'm going to center oh, myself in frame. So we got some pretty cool Lego reveals as well. Um, We have a new set for Andor, which looks like a little gunship. Um, and I personally will not be picking up this set. Uh, it just doesn't pique my interest that much uh, and or I know is going to be a good show, but at this moment in time I really do not care for that set. It doesn't look that good. It doesn't pique my interest But one that we are getting that I am super excited about if we are getting the buildable BD1 coming out August 1st now, I believe it stands around 31 centimeters tall. It's about yay big. It looks like about the same scale that he is in the game and it's actually a Jedi Fallen Order set, which is actually really surprising because I know that when Jedi Fallen Order was coming out, LEGO stated that they wouldn't be making any LEGO sets for the game whatsoever. But here we are getting some sets for Jedi Fallen Order, which I am super excited about. I thought it was going to be for uh, Mando well, or no, Book of Boba, but no surprise, surprise. it's uh, It's not.
1: Thank and you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I had to.
0: And then we're also yeah. getting a, a summer Lego special coming out later this year. I forget the date, but that's coming out this year as well. It's kind of like the Halloween specials that they've been having, but it's like a summer party.
1: Woo! Sandcastles! Uh,
0: also, at Star Wars Celebration, um, you could get the Obi-Wan and Darth Vader brickheads, but I believe that they're going to be available there first and then go public later.
1: Yeah. So. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Now, people, are you, are you good with Legos?
0: I believe so. This? Oh, and we also got official images for the Inquisitor Scythe and the Obi-Wan Starfighter. Those are up for pre-order right now on lego.com. Also releasing August 1st. We didn't get the ATTE yet with Phase 2 Commander Cody, but it is coming because we've already seen, they've somebody revealed that they had the orange printed visor and antenna pieces already made. So...
1: Yeah! Now, this is the first time that I've ever made a Hot Toys section. And while you go over Hot Toys, I'm gonna go and grab some water so you can Grab me some water as well. Alright guys, watch this. Ready?
0: <laughs> Dude, that is absolutely disgusting.
1: I'm so sorry. That it has to be this way. Allergies. Anyway, so Hot Toys, guys. Hot Toys has some absolutely bonkers, absolutely crazy reveals. We had First of all, the Commander Apo with Barkspeeder. Now Hot Toys had to go absolutely crazy and give us some ridiculously sized vehicles with these reveals. Now, as you guys know, I do have a couple Hot Toys myself and I have been looking into once I get some more sufficient funds, I do plan on getting some more of those 501st like Arc Trooper Jesse, Clone Captain Rex, and um, Clone Captain Vaughn as well, Um, but now, I think I'm going to have to start dedicating some money to some 501st Hot Toys because the Commander Apo, it's a phase two Commander Apo design, um, which isn't canon, I don't believe, um, but even still, it looks awesome with that bark speeder. And then you also get the heavy weapons trooper with the bark speeder that has a sidecar with it, which is awesome as well. And um, that heavy weapons trooper is actually the design from the Battlefront 2 2017 um, 501st Trooper so I think it's awesome that Hot Toys delved into a little bit more um, niche designs like the Battlefront 2 designs Um, but I might have to get those but the one that's the top of my list is the 501st ARF Trooper with ATRT. Now that ATRT is going to be absolutely massive because it's to scale. So if you look at the hot toys behind us that we have on set here, those are twelve-inch size figures. And then you have to think about how small that ARF Trooper looked Tom on that. gets the um, two thousand
0: eight holographic
1: Clone Wars cup. I'm honored
0: with the sippy straw, and I have absolutely honored. I'm rocking the uh, the Batman Cinemark Theater release cup. <laughs> going to hear us shake Oh, out. God.
1: Stop dying. I was just talking about. He's how, dying. I was talking about how absolutely massive that ATRT is going to be with that ARP trooper. It's going to be huge, dude. It's going to be like three feet tall. It's going to be absolute bonkers. But then they also and released he- um a Paz Vizla, which looks awesome. He's going to be a chonky boy. Um, They revealed that they're doing the rest of the Bad Batch, which I'm pretty sure we all saw coming. Mm-hmm. Commander when, Oppo. And they showed up. We, we had talked about that. Um, what? You excited for that one? Yeah. I'm uh, not going to get it. Um, but the, they revealed that we all knew they were going to do the rest of the Bad Batch, but they actually showed off Wrecker in their display case at Celebration. Um, and then there's some, uh, there's a Chrome Clone Trooper and a Black Chrome Death Trooper, which I'm not too crazy about, but I know that you thought they were pretty cool. I
0: thought they, if on their own, I feel like they look pretty neat, especially for um, the anniversary.
1: All in all, I think that I'm really going to have to um, dedicate some serious money towards Sideshow this summer. Um, oh I, no I need them I must have, <laughs> and it will be mine and it will
0: be mine dude Giancarlo Esposito is such a weird guy he's so classy <clears throat> well, no, When no he, when he was on stage like he it, it felt like everything he said was scripted
1: really yeah it was so my weird. name is Giancarlo Esposito
0: he's like I thank every each and one of you for the uh, amazing uh, time here and th- this is all for you and then people would clap You go you made this galaxy possible. Uh, it wonderful. You've provided me a perfect way He almost reminds my... me of
1: Jeff Goldblum, a in bit. a way, because he's, like, just weird.
0: Yeah, but he's a good weird.
1: But then, Jacob, now it's time for our bread and butter. Our bread and butter? The Star Wars Wax series. Oh, boy. Which is not so whack anymore with these recent reviews' You got the sack series. Dude. <sighs> oh.
0: oh. So... First, we had a leak, actually, from Hasbro. This isn't an official reveal. We have the Selfie Series coming out. Now, for $60, you can get your likeness printed on a pre-selected Black Series head and sent to your door on your choice of body from Mando, X-Wing pilot, Princess Leia, God. God bless you and God bless America, and Stormtrooper body and Mandalorian body. I don't know if I said those already, but for $60, you can have your likeness printed on a black series figure, which I think is pretty cool. I'll probably do it. Oh God. God, God bless you. And God bless America. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, no, I'm super excited for it because I definitely want to do thirteen, thirteen clone costumes this is and, bad. and put our Let heads up aside. Him. Dude. Oh God. Dude is dying on set. Allergies. Dude is dying on set. I'll be back. Granted, it is a little bit stuffy in here. So, um, uh, <laughs> uh I feel like this is the first time that the, the, our episode has gone like really over an hour and we'll be kind of sitting over an hour. So uh, thank you all for bearing with us and staying with us this entire episode. Um, it's been a long weekend, Memorial Day, enjoying Star Wars celebrations, So we thank you all for sticking with us today. Um, we also had the newest con-exclusive figure of John Favreau as Paz Vizla. Now, I'm not going to name him uh, cause I don't know if he wants to be named, but um, one of our YouTuber buddies,
1: <gasps> who was at
0: celebration, was able to get us the codes for uh the John Paz Pazvizla. Shout out, my I guy. Not, I I'm not saying his name because I don't know if he wants to be. Mentioned. Shout out, my guy. Shout out, our fella. So um, Tommy Jackson and me <laughs> were all able to get ourselves a Pazvizla. John Favreau. John Favreau Esposito. So I'm very, very excited to get that to put her right next to my Dave Filoni and my George Lucas figures. And maybe one day get them signed by them.
1: We also got a lot of Black Series figures from Obi Wan Kenobi. First, we have Riva. Yeah. Who comes with um, two single bladed lightsabers.
0: hmm. That... So I'm
1: assuming her Inquisitor saber splits in half.
0: Or gets cut in half at one point. We Good also point. had um soft goods cape on her. Which is very exciting because that's the downfall of the second sister figure with that giant chunky rubber cape. It's just it's awkward. It it's really not even reduces, rubber,
1: it's just hard plastic. It
0: really reduces the possibility of the figure and really makes it suck. So seeing that they're doing soft goods for all the Inquisitor figures, white wing nudge nudge that we're getting, except for the fourth, um, is really exciting to see. So with Revo, we are also getting a figure for the Grand Inquisitor, who, who looks soft, phenomenal. Soft goods cape, looks really good. I feel like he looks like he has a little sour puss on him. He's like, the but, smolder. But um. Um. Uh, but no, I'm really excited for that figure as well. It looks really solid. We have the fifth brother coming out. Another, he looks fantastic. Another too. really good looking figure. Really and impressed. then the fourth banana sister. So um, she looks like she got bananas on her head, and that's why I like her the most, because banana girl. Um, so she's really cool. And then we got we, one figure. For wait, 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 wait.
1: We also found out though that the Grand Inquisitor is number nine in the obi-wan kenobi line so that yeah. means there's gonna be nine figures and we've only had five revealed yep so there's four more figures coming so
0: i hope would you like to repeat your math right there tommy
1: there's five already so there's gonna be four more there's obi-wan and then there's the four inquisitors
0: i thought you said six. Oh. Brr. Dumb ears, dumb ears. Oh, well, we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep rolling with it. We oh, did God. get our only Attack of the Clones reveal from Hasbro, and it was Ala Sakura. Ala Sakura. And that is in the Attack of the Clones box because it is the red box that we see.
1: I need it.
0: It's in the red box that we get from the clone lieutenant from the Walgreens exclusive. So um, it is an Attack of the Clones figure. It's the only one that we seem to be getting this year. Um, which is the only uh, upsetting thing is the fact that we didn't get more stuff for Attack of the Clones, especially for the 20th anniversary. It just because like Hasbro is ignoring the anniversary when they just absolutely splooged all over Empire Strikes Back, which is sad. But oh well, we did. So we got hurt, and then probably my one pickup that I'm like, I am personally getting from my small collection. I have of just favorite figures. We got Darth Maul. Darth Maul season season seven seven. of the Clone Wars. Dude. I am so excited. We've had that figure in the TVC for about a year now, almost two. And I, I'm just, I'm over the moon. He's epic. It's a, it's a really good looking figure. Um, the saber splits into the size ventures and his side. Um, it's just, it's a really solid looking figure and I can't wait to get it. Um, Along with that, we got our first gaming greats for
1: Jedi Survivor. Which got... is crazy that they're already getting out figures for this thing. We've only just mm. seen a cinematic trailer for it.
0: Granted, it's a first order shield, and just given to the um, scout trooper that we've already seen with a different stick. But that's okay, because it's cool. At least they're coming out with it. Um, it's and a then... trooper. It's mm-hmm. a
1: troop builder.
0: And then we got our first concept series black series pack with concept <sighs> Darth Vader from the Ralph McQuarrie art style, as well as obi-wan from episode four and the Ralph recording I show.
1: was gonna pick this up but I already have all the Funko pops mm-hmm. for the concept series and I have that complete set so I don't really see a reason to get this two pack but I think it looks dope and the way they did the packaging with mm-hmm. the double mural
0: mm-hmm. I think the biggest dub of this entire thing is the fact that we didn't get any full plastic well full cardboard packaging we still have plastic in our packaging and they all look great. So I'm super happy. They really
1: staved it off with Star Wars. Mm -hmm.
0: So, because they know that we're gonna be the angriest about it. So, um, also, uh, I forget what it was. Um, During the panel for Hasbro at Celebration, Patrick mentioned one product, and I forget which one it was but he's like I believe it was no it was the um they you know how they do those um retro collection like uh yeah. in, like the the crayon uh yeah. figures he they're doing one for Luke Skywalker with his uh helmet on like his X-wing suit and he was like and this one will be a target exclusive and the crowd went boo collectively they just booed him which i think is something that hasbro needed to hear cuz we are sick of exclusives and patrick just was like up there on the stage he didn't know what to do little boy was scared so um no i feel like that was a fantastic moment for us as a black series uh community because this is the first time that we they could actively hear us and our displeasure for having exclusives so maybe they'll wake up a little bit to this and they'll hear the feedback or they just won't care um well i guess we'll have to see how it plays out but last black series uh like normal reveal that we have is we had a new uh helmet and no sadly it wasn't a clone trooper helmet it was the heavy artillery stormtrooper helmet from mandalorian season two
1: i'm not mad about it i'm i, I think I've, it's cool i'm not gonna buy it but i think it's dope i think it looks cool i'm just sad that it's not a clone trooper especially Actually, Attack of the clones explain to us the next reveal while i go look at the numbers for it excuse me so
0: finally we have a new black series has lab and no it's not the rancor again it's the Inquisitor Saber from Kenobi. Now, the Saber is going to be around $500. It has the twin blades. That one can be removed. Um, and it has. it's a double-bladed Saber. Personally, I'm not sure if it's worth $500. I'm not sure if I if I like it that much and I'm willing to get it. Plus, we're running out of shelf space for our Sabers anyway.
1: I backed it um, because I want to see it succeed because I feel like if this doesn't succeed, the Black Series will never do another HasLab ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it started, so today is the 29th as we're recording this. Um, it came out about 48 hours ago. Um, and it's already at 732 of the 5,000 backers needed. Okay. So we've had, it has 43 days left. So we're
0: literally just a couple days in and we've already, we're almost a fifth of the way through.
1: We're 15% of the way in.
0: So. That's good for that. For those who really want it, I'm not sure if I'm going to be backing it. I'll have to see because I definitely don't have the money for it right now. Um, it's 500 bucks. Yes, yeah, so it's it, crazy. It's rather expensive. But it's six
1: and a half feet long, mm. which is even crazier.
0: It's way taller than Tommy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like you. Yeah, it's taller than me, too. I can't really talk. So, but I'm um,
1: I'm I'm stoked for it. I think that it's gonna be dope. I have the Darksaber. I pre ordered the Obi Wan Kenobi Saber. Yes, I'm so excited
0: for that Obi Wan Saber. I think dude.
1: for me, like I found that like I the lightsabers that I've been wanting to get from Force FX are the really unique sabers. Minus yeah. Obi Wan's because his is just one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. Obi Wan has such a solid saber. It's so iconic. It's in episode four. It's like
1: But mm. I did, I did. We'll see if I have the money for it in forty three days, but Oh, well. We shall see.
0: We shall see. But um, I think that is all. That about wraps it up, dude. Also, to any of our followers that have gone to Celebration, please join our Discord, send pictures. Share with uh, us your experience. Share your experience in the comments below as well as in our Discord. We want to hear how your time was. Show us the neat collectibles that you got. The one thing I really wanted to get from Celebration that I'm actively looking for online right now was Hallmark had the, you know how they have those itty bitties, uh, like those small plushies. Yeah. They had an itty bitty Thrawn. and I want it really bad.
1: I want the Frog Lady plush. Yes, and, and I, I'm not going to shell out seventy dollars mm-hmm. for
0: it. I guess, I guess we'll just have to wait and see if either of us can get what we wanted from Celebration. Um, but no, that is pretty much all that we have from Celebration. And from Kenobi this week, so that moves us into pickups. Tommy, you want to go over your one pickup? I have
1: the- one. Shout out to Hunter Schultz, uh, one of our lovely Gungan Boss patrons, uh, as well as Leitendi in the Discord, and 212th Hunter on Instagram, um, good friend of ours. He was able to send me this ARC Trooper because I have yet to have any of mine get through their pre-order wall from Walmart. Um, and the card back's so minty. Card back is minty so I'm keeping him on the card back. It pains me I want to open him but until I get another, I want to keep this one on the card back because I wanted to get one of each. So I rem- I mentioned
0: it a long time ago, but I did finally get around to building this, uh, which you Lego can check helmet. out on
1: our YouTube channel. Yeah. Jacob live streamed it. I built it
0: on stream with some people from our YouTube channel, some of our subscribers, some of our patrons. It was a really fun time. It was a nice way to interact with the community and a literal conversation sense and make a little bit of a show out of it. So on top of that, I also we also got the um, the TVC Boba Fett from Droids little coin. Uh, is included with this figure. It's actually a metal coin, which I was surprised about. I thought it was just going to be plastic painted, but no, sadly target threw it in a box that was too small for what it was. So it bent and, uh, creased the box. So it's not minty. Sadly, we also got the Imperial Senegard from force unleashed Ooh. gaming Greats. We found this at a GameStop near us. So we picked this bad boy up. Very cool with this. Now a really big pickup that we got was last time we had a con. It was the Phantom Menace anniversary so we have these from the anniversary of the Phantom Menace we got Obi-Wan and we got Darth Maul both are on very shiny shiny cards which are pretty cool and now my last one y'all have been staring at it this entire time y'all are probably wondering what it is and for those who know what it is you're probably like what this is the Thrawn Ascendancy lesser evil collector's edition there's only 750 of these in existence I was lucky enough to be able to get one it has a gold foil for the uh, pages. And then on the inside of the book, you probably won't be able to see it. It is signed by none other than Timothy Zahn himself. So Jack Jackson has his, uh, again, I can't remember his Anthony, no, Jeremy Bullock, uh, card signed by him. And that's his nice piece of Star Wars memorabilia signed by somebody. And I said, you know what? I want something too. this book. Was the conclusion to probably my favorite book series of all time, next to the Bible. Um, <laughs> uh, it was just a fantastic read. It was another chapter of me being a Star Wars fan, introducing me into the world of Star Wars novels. And subsequently, I've started listening. I've almost, I actually finished listening to the Star Wars Brotherhood book that just recently. You got to do out. Dark
1: Disciple next.
0: Dark Disciple is on my list, but this ushered me into Star Wars literature. It was the conclusion of it. I had a chance to get it, so I got it. And people are already reselling this book for about $600 online. So I'm very glad I got it when I did. Um, Yeah, super, super, super stoked about this. This now sits right next to my San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Thrawn box on my Rebel shelf, right next to my Thrawn um, Lego minifigure with blind Kanan on my Rebel shelf. My little shrine to Grand Admiral Thrawn. I can't wait to get a new Thrawn figure when the Ahsoka show comes yes, out. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think that that's about it for today. ming chining An hour and 20 minutes.
1: This might be the longest episode we've ever recorded. No, nothing will beat the Habit Chat with action display.
0: Yeah, that was pretty long. Two and a
1: half hours. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just saying for
0: like our normal episode. Oh,
1: this is definitely one of the longer ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: But then again, we had so much to talk about. because We had such a jam-packed weekend. (laughs) Thank you all so much for joining us.
1: We didn't talk about Jackson's thoughts on the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. He's
0: not here. He doesn't get it. No,
1: I got to give it. I got to Everyone wants to know. People are dying to know what Jackson had to say. let what Jackson has to say. Jackson says, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Loved all the con- the connections to the intro in the past. The scene with the clone beggar was very interesting to see. Live action clones that aren't CG! Not a fan of young Leia at all, though. I think it's super interesting to see the political side of the Empire and how Organa had to deal with it. Very surprised to see Riva stab the Grand Inquisitor. Can't wait to see Vader more. Thank, Thank you, Jackson. You Jackson. You just hate this man, bro. Why, animal abuse, bro. No, this is Jackson. It's like... It's like you can't
0: escape him! You can't run over him. It's like um, a voodoo dog. So this is Jackson. He's just in Hawaii like... Bro! Ah. Bro! So, um... That is all for today's episode of the 1313 podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a like, leave a comment. If you were at Celebration, please let us know all about your experience at Celebration either in the comments below or in our Discord if you want to be super cool and have a genuine
1: conversation. Be about sure to it. subscribe to the 1313 podcast YouTube channel because when we hit 500 subscribers on our YouTube channel, we will be giving away one of the following which you can choose from the two twelve Walgreens exclusive or the Bad Batch Rex Walmart exclusive. Or
0: be sure to be in our Patreon in that Gungan Boss tier, because at the end of this month, you can win this General Grievous Tarkovsky figure. It is such an amazing figure. If you don't have this in your collection already, it's way easier to get it for 13 13 than to resell it for like, A billion dollars online and finding it that way and we're
1: doing monthly giveaways every month there's a giveaway of a a desirable figure
0: it might be a figure it might be a lego set it might be i don't know whatever we feel like giving away it might be something cool it might
1: be petrified
0: toenails it might be my will (laughs) It might be the might be my inheritance you might get my entire inheritance yeah so be sure to be in our patreon and to those who are already in our patreon thank you so much we appreciate every single one of you. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, check out our Instagram reel and our TikTok of Obi Wan being like episodes seven, eight, nine, and ten. Woo! If you haven't seen that clip already, we have it posted on our Instagram as well as on our TikTok. So be sure to follow that. Links are in the link tree, which are listed below. Thank you, everybody, for watching this episode. Thank you episode all. Thank you all for the watching the podcast. We will see you next time. Bye everybody. Dun 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 dun. Dun 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 dun
1: dun 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 dun. Hum dum 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 dum
0: dum dum. Hum dum 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 dum
1: dum dum.
0: Dum
1: dum